Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Acts, chapter 9. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that you would help us to turn to you, to repent when we see that we're wrong. We pray that you would reveal to us where we are ignorant and going the wrong direction, and that we would truly come to you when we see that we are heading in the wrong way. We ask this through Jesus. Amen. Acts chapter 9. But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked for letters from him in the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, both men and women, he could bring them tied up to Jerusalem. Now as he proceeded, it happened that when he approached Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him, and falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter into the city, and it will be told to you what you must do. Now the men who were traveling together with him stood speechless because they heard the voice but saw no one. So Saul got up from the ground, but although his eyes were open, he could see nothing. And leading him by the hand, they brought him into Damascus. And he was unable to see for three days, and he did not eat or drink. Now there was a certain disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Behold, here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Get up, go to the street called Straight in the house of Judas. Look for a man named Saul from Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and placing hands on him so that he may regain his sight. But Ananias replied, Lord, I have heard from many people about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to tie up all who call upon your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, because this man is my chosen instrument to carry my name before Gentiles and kings and the sons of Israel, for I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias departed and entered into the house, and placing his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you came, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight, and he got up and was baptized. And after taking food, he regained his strength, and he was with the disciples in Damascus several days. And immediately he began proclaiming Jesus in the synagogues. This one is the Son of God. And all who heard him were amazed and were saying, Is this not the one who was wreaking havoc in Jerusalem on those who call upon this name and had come here for this reason, that he could bring them tied up to the chief priests? But Saul was increasing in strength even more, and was confounding the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that this one is the Christ. And when many days had elapsed, the Jews plotted to do away with him. But their plot became known to Saul, and they were also watching the gates both day and night so that they could do away with him. But his disciples took him at night and led him down through the wall by lowering him in a basket. And when he arrived in Jerusalem, he was attempting to associate with the disciples, and they were all afraid of him, 
because they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and related to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and that he had spoken to him and how in Damascus he had spoken boldly in the name of Jesus. And he was going in and going out among them in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. And he was speaking and debating with the Greek-speaking Jews, but they were trying to do away with him. And when the brothers found out, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him away to Tarsus. Then the church throughout all of Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace, being strengthened, and living in the fear of the Lord and the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it was increasing in numbers. Now it happened that as Peter was traveling through all the places, he also came down to the saints who lived in Lydda. And he found there a certain man named Aeneas who was paralyzed, who had been lying on a mat for eight years. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed yourself. And immediately he got up. And all those who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him, who all indeed turned to the Lord. Now in Joppa there was a certain female disciple named Tabitha, which translated means Dorcas. She was full of good deeds and charitable giving, which she was constantly doing. Now it happened in those days, after becoming sick, she died. And after washing her, they placed her in an upstairs room. And because Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, when they heard that Peter was in Lydda, sent two men to him, urging, Do not delay to come to us. So Peter got up and accompanied them. When he arrived, they brought him up to the upstairs room. And all the widows came to him, weeping and showing him tunics and other clothing that Dorcas used to make while she was with them. But Peter sent them all outside, and falling to his knees, he prayed. And turning toward the body, he said, Tabitha, get up. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and raised her up. And he called the saints and the widows and presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. And it happened that he stayed many days in Joppa with a certain Simon, a tanner. Well, that's our reading. Let's dig in. We saw how Saul's persecution of the Christians was actually causing them to accomplish God's purpose and spread the gospel. However, it was not easy to be a follower of Christ, and some were killed for their faith, like Stephen. Damascus is actually outside of Israel and Syria, but apparently there was a sizable Jewish community there and enough followers of Jesus that Saul thought it was worth his time to travel there to persecute them. The believers are called of the way. That is a phrase that we don't typically use today. We most frequently say Christians. However, that term hadn't begun to be used at this point in history. Jesus appears to Saul in a blinding light. Jesus says that Saul is actually persecuting him. Remember that Jesus said in Matthew 25:40, Truly I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it to me. Those were good things Jesus was talking about in that passage, but apparently it applies to bad things as well. But even though Saul is fighting against Jesus, Jesus reaches out to save Saul and to put him to work for good. He goes to Damascus blind and doesn't eat or drink for three days. Jesus tells a disciple named Ananias to go speak to Saul. Ananias knew why Saul had come to Damascus, and I'm sure he had been praying that God would keep him safe from Saul. He cannot believe that Saul would turn and follow Jesus himself. But Jesus says Saul is his chosen instrument. So, 
Ananias did as he was told and preached to Saul. He calls him, Brother Saul. I don't think he was saying that Saul was already a Christian at that point, but he was establishing some commonality as they were both Jews. Saul can immediately see, and he is baptized, and then he eats. The appearance of Jesus to Saul and his conversion is a major point in the book of Acts. It will get repeated twice more. It is Saul's testimony of seeing the risen Jesus. Also, it explains the amazing change in his life, how he went from persecuting Christians to being persecuted. He wouldn't have made that change unless something major happened to convince him that Jesus truly is the Christ. Then Saul starts preaching about Jesus to the Jews. So the Jews try to kill Saul, and he escapes in a basket let down over the wall. He went to Jerusalem, but the disciples were afraid to be with him, probably thinking it was a trap. But Barnabas, the name means son of encouragement if you remember, trusts that Saul has changed and brings him to the apostles. Again, the Jews try to kill Saul, so the followers of Jesus send him to Tarsus, which is where he was originally from. Luke gives us a note about how the church was doing, and he has stopped giving numbers, but just says they had peace and were increasing. Then we change scenes to Peter, who is traveling in the west of Judea near the sea. He heals a paralyzed man in Lydda. Then he goes to Joppa when the disciples ask him to come because Tabitha died. Peter comes to Joppa and prays and then commands her to get up. So she did. There are only a few stories of raising someone from the dead in the Bible. But interestingly, this story seems like it is here just to get Peter to Joppa for the important story in the next chapter. And now for a deeper dive. Saul is later called Paul. And he explains his conversion to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. I give thanks to the one who strengthens me, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he considered me faithful, placing me into ministry, although I was formerly a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man. But I was shown mercy because I acted ignorantly in unbelief, and the grace of our Lord abounded with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. So Paul says he was acting ignorantly in unbelief when he was persecuting Christians. And the proof of that is that when he was confronted by Jesus, he changed. Are we willing to accept the truth and change when we find that we are wrong? I doubt that any of us has everything right. By God's grace, he will show us where we have it wrong and give us a chance to repent. But the question is, will we repent? It cost Saul a lot to follow Jesus. He was gaining position rapidly among the Jewish leadership, and as soon as he started preaching Jesus as the Christ, he was an outcast, and they tried to kill him. And it took a while for Christians to accept him, too. He really gave up everything to follow Jesus. Are we willing to give up things when we find out we've been going the wrong way? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.